you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 19. So the big question is this, how do parents like us know that we aren't messing up the biggest role of our lives, especially when we happen to have a strong-willed child that's constantly pushing our buttons? We've all heard that kids don't come with a manual, so how can we know for sure that we're saying the right things or that we're getting this parenting thing right? Well, on this podcast for parents of toddlers to teens, we'll be giving you real tools you can use right away so that your kids will feel like they can talk to you about absolutely anything and everything. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, hi, guys. I wanted to make you an episode. This one's called Three Things to Stop Saying as a Parent. I'm hoping it's going to be quick. Maybe I can chop off my long-winded self and make it a little quicker. Wouldn't it be nice to have one quick episode uh, working on that for you guys? Okay, so three things to stop saying as a parent. Number one, you're okay. You're okay. Your, Your little one falls down. You're okay. Pick yourself back up. You've got it. You're okay. Your teenager is upset about something and they maybe actually tell you what they're upset about and you say, well, that's okay. You're going to be okay. It's fine. It's fine. You know what? You're fine. It's okay. It's fine. It really, when we try to convince our kids how they should feel, you guys, this is control. Even though it comes from such a well-intended place, and even though I think many of us even have heard it, it's like, you know, they need to toughen up. And But the bottom line is, is that it never goes well, whether it's with your three-year-old or your actual teenager. It never goes well because nobody likes feeling controlled. Nobody wants another person to tell them how they should feel. It feels like crap. What really works and what I tell you guys all the time is empathy, 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 empathy. You don't know how they feel. All you can do is try and see their perspective and sit in the mud next to them and let them know that you feel their pain. So when your three-year-old falls down and gets a gets an owie, the only thing you should do is they, they come over and they're crying and they're knee-skinned or you see them fall and you go over and you're like, ooh, that was a tumble. You took a tumble. Let me see. Ooh. Do you need the boo-boo bear? That's it. Can I give you a Band-Aid? Come here. Let me see that. Mm. This is empathy. 
all you're doing is literally mirroring whatever occurred and how they might feel because if they don't feel that way if they are okay if they don't want the boo-boo bear if they don't need a band-aid and most often when we don't tell them that they're okay they don't they don't want to get right back into playing like empathy feels so good and when you just acknowledge that they just had a little nasty spill if they are okay they're like no I'm okay are you sure yeah I'm okay they want to get back to playing and your teenager they don't want to sit and dwell in misery so when you hear them and you just empathize with ooh okay oh, yeah you know what I've been there I I'd be upset too yeah that totally makes sense hmm usually they're like you know what though they find their own solutions so often they just find their own solutions when we don't tell them how they should feel when we don't try to happy them up when we don't try to control their emotions they move through those emotions we actually teach them how to feel negative emotions and move through it and get to the other side because that's what that's what the science tells us when you actually learn to experience a negative emotion or actual physical pain, like you usually move through it in about 90 seconds. But when we constantly try to manage it for them, it's going to last much longer. And usually it's going to end in some form of a power struggle and us feeling on more, like we're on opposing teams. So stop saying you're okay and simply acknowledge whatever it is they're feeling in that moment. You do not need to come through, come up with solutions. All you got to do is sit in the mud next to them. Feel that scraped knee. Just be there. Mm, yeah, ooh, okay, yeah, I hate those strawberries. Or, yes, they sting, they burn. You want a little ice? That's it. Okay, number two. And I know this comes with, this is a situation for a lot of boys and dads. Don't cry. Do not tell your children not to cry. If, if, if they're crying, like if there are actual tears coming out of your child's eyes, I promise you they are feeling some kind of pain or negative emotion. So don't tell them not to cry. It's not respectful. It's not nice. Um, it feels incredibly insensitive. And if somebody is upset enough to have tears coming out of their eyeballs, they need you to just be there and empathize with them. Again, what would you know it? Empathy is the solution. So, um, so don't tell your boys not to cry. Just... You know, and also, here's the deal. Don't make a big deal about it either. You don't even like it. You know when you're crying and somebody says, are you crying? And in like for a minute, you might feel a little bit of embarrassment. Well, usually that embarrassment comes from the fact that when we were kids, somebody told us not to cry. So it felt shameful to cry. So we're stopping that now. We're not going to tell our kids not to cry. When they're crying, don't even say anything about the crying. Just be there for them. Sometimes it means no words just a hug, just a look on your face, just a, you're crying. I feel it. I feel it with you. I'm here for me, for you. I'm willing to just 
hold space and be here for you. So if you have a crying child, you open your arms and you welcome them in. And you really, a lot of times, do not even need to talk. All you're going to do is just be that soft place to land and send them the message that they don't have to cry in isolation. You're here for them. You don't have to say anything. Just be. Okay, number three. When something happens, like let's say that your child is a rambunctious maniac, your little one, and you're constantly telling them to be careful or don't run and they disregard what you have to say and after it after it that thing happens they hurt themselves and you say see or let's say that your child doesn't study for their test when they're a little bit older and you keep warning them that if they don't study they're going to get a bad grade and they're going to be disappointed and they tell you that they've studied enough and it's fine and you tell them you haven't seen them studying you're going back and forth and back and forth and then you get the test back and it's a bad grade and they have to show it to you and you have to sign it and you look at them with that look on your face and you're like see I told you you should have studied more I mean I knew you hadn't put in the work see the word see makes people want to punch you in the face. It just makes you sound like a know-it-all. No one wants you to point out how you warned them. Our kids have to go through failure. We learn the most in life through our struggles. We learn the most when we have the opportunity to fail. And when you have a, when a child has a parent who's constantly saying see, they literally it feels so insensitive and they don't they they don't want to fail they don't want to hear that know it all see I told you so and what happens quite often is these kids uh, become much less courageous as they get older to try new things that they might fail and then hear in their mind they're hearing their parents say see I told you so uh, and so they just stop even being willing to put themselves out there and to try new things. So stop saying see. If that test comes back and your child didn't have a good grade on it, you're just, you know, you just sign it and you say nothing. And later on, after the dust settles and after they see that you didn't freak out about one stupid little test grade, then you guys go and have a productive conversation about it. And you, you know, you start with like, I noticed you were a little nervous to give me that test to sign. And uh, it seemed like you were a little bit nervous about it. Tell me, tell me about that. And you start having a productive conversation. You get your child talking and they will come to their own conclusion, especially when you empathize with them and you just hold space and you actively listen and you don't point out how you were right and they should have studied more, they will get to the solution of, you know what, I you I should have studied more. I really didn't put all the time in. They'll get to that solution if you just allow them the space to get there and you're just kind of this empathetic, supportive listener. Uh, and for the little one who hurts themselves, well, guess what they just learned? Natural consequence. They're in pain. They were acting like a wild maniac and they didn't want to stop the fun and they didn't want to listen to mom's nervous warnings. 
And so they experienced owies and hurts. And all you do in those moments is you're like, oh, buddy, come here. And you nurse them back to health. And you don't point it out because they just experience the natural consequence, which is the most powerful teacher out there. So when you have to point out how you're warning them, see, I told you to be more careful. When you point that out, you actually counteract the natural consequence. And then they're going to argue with you. I'm No, I didn't hurt myself. That's not what. And you're going to get into an argument about it. And then it's like they didn't learn from the natural consequence. That inner rebel, like that inner rebel is going to have them continuing to do all those those crazy stunts and prove you wrong and um and you're not going to accomplish what you ultimately want to is to keep them safe you don't want your child to hurt themselves so so coming off as a know-it-all absolutely uh does damage and it takes away the amazing learning that a natural consequence can provide so 11 minutes 11 minutes All right. I think that was the shortest podcast yet. I hope these three things were helpful. Three things to stop saying as a parent. Number one, stop saying you're okay. Stop saying don't cry and stop saying, see, see, I told you, I warned you. See, those are the three things. Take them out of your vocabulary as a parent. Talk to you next week. Bye. Hey, did you enjoy this episode? If so, then please take two minutes to just leave us a review. I love creating this show, and I do it to help as many families as possible. So leaving a review may seem like kind of a pointless exercise, but it actually helps us reach more moms who might really need to hear these episodes. It would mean the world to me, and plus, it's just plain good karma. Thanks. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. Mastermind Parenting Podcast is supported by my best-selling book, The Parent Gap. Usually getting a copy of the book and the audio version for you to listen to on the go would set you back around 20 bucks, but you can get both a digital copy and the audio book for just $5.60. It's my gift to you for being one of my podcast listeners. So head over to mastermindparenting.com forward slash book to grab your copy now.